Good day, Fuel with Fire friends. In today's episode, Sokol and I have the opportunity to sit down with Abby Halpin. Abby is a doctor of physical therapy and certified personal trainer with a special interest in patients who are into sports, performing arts, and fitness, and who happens to conveniently practice within the walls of Fuel House. Abby's company's name is Forte Performance and Physical Therapy. We encourage anyone in the Seattle area, member of Fuel House, guest and special friend to come and check out Abby and work with her. You will not be disappointed. She is an epic human being to work with. Listen to the entire episode to the very end where you will find us being challenged by our friend Malcolm McCowan to taking bitefuls of Vegemite. He has challenged Sokol and I, but we decided to corral the rest of our team to take this challenge on together. We hope you find this very funny. Enjoy this episode, and we'll see you on the other side. Good afternoon, Fueled with Fire friends. Sokol and I are sitting here with our buddy, Abby Halpin of Forte Performance and Physical Therapy. Let's throw a doctor in front of that. Oh, doctor. Dr. Abby. Can I call you Dr. Abs? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I love that. That's, yeah. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. Okay, so welcome to our first podcast together. I'm very excited to have you here. I'm very excited to be back yes. sitting next to you, yes. my friend. It's been a while. I know. You've been out traveling and getting, well, doing all that good stuff. You no know, more those, of that. finer things in I'm life. I'm going to travel uh, for a long time now, Yeah. but more on that later. More on that later. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's start with our ceremonial opening of our beverages. What are you drinking, Sokol? I am drinking Fremont Summer American Pale Ale. Love it. And abs. you have what are you oh, having? Abs? Well, I went with the course because it's noon and it's the least <laughs> alcohol. That's good. This is good. Love it. And I've been working on an intermittent fast, so this is the first thing I'm having. Wow. And you're you're st- oh, before uh, food. I've got a whole garden. Whole garden. Wheat beer. Bam. All, All right. right. Three, Let's two, go. One. Go. Bam. Ooh. Cheers, friends. Cheers. 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 And then, of course, you know, we have to start all of our podcasts with an attitude of gratitude. So what we like to do is we like to just go around and, um, and you know, have our guests uh, give what, uh, you know, something they're gratitude or grateful for uh, at this very moment in time. Oh, gosh, so much. Um, I think right now I am most grateful for my two lovely parents who allowed me to participate in a crazy number of activities as a kid. Um, yes. All kinds of sports, playing different musical instruments, some of which I practiced, some of which I didn't. Yes. Um, you know, all kinds of things. And I, the reason that I'm so grateful for is now I have all these patients coming and I feel like I can kind of speak their language to some extent, no matter what. I, you know, working with a dancer, working with a soccer player, a basketball player. It, anywhere along the activity spectrum. I had at least some language to pick from. Love that. Because they just were so encouraging of yes. all of that. I That's love that. so cool. I love that. That's yeah, cool. it's, it's so much... You know, I want to go to a coach that coaches. I want to go to a doctor that's you know walks the same kind of life that I walk. You know what I mean? So we can communicate better. So I think that's huge, and um, having you here with us is is very huge, especially with that background. Yeah, I'm grateful for that as well. Yeah. What are you grateful for there? uh, I coach Malls. Am grateful for the power of mindset. Ooh. I listened to a really quick. It's called quote of the day, um, and the message today in particular was. How do you react or respond when you receive 
um, maybe not so good news. Mm. And in particular, mm. not that I got bad news today, but I got news that before this podcast I listened to this morning maybe would have rattled me immediately. Yeah. yeah. I would have reacted right away to it, mm. um, probably in a poor way. Right. But instead, when this news came to me today... Yeah, you called me an asshole when I walked in this oh, morning. Oh, I'm then sorry. Got better. I felt better about that, yeah, though. That yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Is that what I called you? No, that I was like kidding. a nice word. No, it was yeah. nice friends you Oh, no, I, I told you I was going to fuck you up. That's what you said. That's, yes, what, I that's what I truly said. said. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I threatened him yeah. often. And then your mindset came. <laughs> but it's out of love. And then, you, yeah. and then I was like, ha, he saw. So I did a couple deep breaths when I received this potential news. And this is news of, it's like the unknown outcome, but how you can choose to respond to that. That's right. That's right. And I think like yesterday or maybe a month ago I would have been like uh, just like downward spiral yep I'm gonna fucking yep. drink through the rest of the day yeah. and I'm gonna drive to Canada <laughs> yeah I don't know yeah. but, but there's a coping mechanism yeah. 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 yeah but instead I'm choosing to stay here and drink with you two oh, yes. good. and yes. do my deep breath work yeah. and yeah. then realize that let's give it three days yeah because that's what this message was yeah and see if maybe some good things came out of this. That's right. So that's right. I'm going to just uh, he saw it out for three days yeah. and uh, hope for the best. That's so good. Be you comfortable know. with uncertainty. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. It, it reminds me of that, uh, you know, fear, false evidence appearing real. Yeah. So we fear Ooh. so much shit without so the actual real fucking evidence that it's yeah. actually happening. And yeah. It's just dread. But, you know, sometimes that news that we don't yeah. know fully about could actually end up being good fucking news. But yep. we, we don't know. So, but, um, yeah. Sokol gave me some, also some very important advice, too, when receiving poor news, how else I should choose to manage it. Would you like to share what your advice was? Oh, are you sure? Well, as I, I mean, come yeah. on. Well, it I could was, help a it, listener. Yeah, well, You okay. never know. The, but a great Maybe not way, everybody will understand this analogy, and I don't want to go too deep into it. But it's okay. Yes, if, but if the mindset and the, all that stuff doesn't work, I always recommend tapping your bean, taking Tap a nap, and then wake up and feel re-energized. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. So if I don't answer my phone later today, yeah, you're tapping your bean. Yeah, it's a coping mechanism. <laughs> there we go. Oh, I love and it. thank you for that. Oh, Maybe I could call you a doctor too. I love that. Doctor. So cool. Dr. But thank Sokol. you for that. The doctor loves. What are you grateful for? You know, Sokol? right now, I'm grateful for a lot of things, you know. I mean, I, I've been on this up and down, like, little struggle mm-hmm. of uh, trying to keep my positivity with some things outside of the gym yeah. life going on. But yeah. uh, um, Coach Brian, um, we've uh, we've teamed up and we've been working this Simple and Sinister together. And it's, as you know, I, I'm kind of, like, lazy in the gym-ish. You know, I like these slow, controlled grinds. And I get my yeah. work in. I just do it over a long period of time okay but doing those 100 swings in five minutes is something that i never really like to do but yeah. coach mm-hmm. brian knowing that we're going to meet up together and do this together you know i'm, yeah. I'm, I'm getting out of my comfort zone a little bit okay. and then i got those those breathe right na- nasal strips yes. to put on my nose because i have you know i got my nose broke in alaska by this big giant guy named oh. dunka oh um, i want to hear that story. yeah it was yeah, my first loss like ever you know i grew up in a little you know but anyways i haven't been able to breathe since oh. um so yeah having those breathe right strips my recovery is uh, is happening a little bit better because instead of uh, being able to breathe through my nose for recovery, I'm having to breathe through my mouth, which yeah. induces more panic. So I can never get into that oh. gosh darn you know relaxed state. But with the you know so anyways, long so story short. So are you short. doing simple and sinister with the breathe right on? Yes, that's right. Oh, yeah, shit. and and I've been using them at nighttime, so yeah. it's been helping my quality of sleep a little bit better. Yeah, um, and 
they got these new ones for sensitive skin because I'm a real, a real sensitive fellow. Yes, you are. Um, so I used to try those, but I'd always wake up with this like red rash right across uh, my nose. Uh, and I was like, yeah. fuck it. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I'm already oh not goodness. that handsome, yeah. so I don't really need that. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, on top of it. So now they have these sensitive ones where I don't get a rash oh, per se, and, and they really work. I'm um, so glad. Yeah, and they're, and they're clear-coated, so if you look at me, you yeah. kind of look fucked up a little bit, but they don't, you know, doesn't I stand out. I actually have those at home because yeah. I've been told that I have a snoring problem mm. and you know regardless if the snoring is happening or not I do notice like man I feel better in the morning after wearing them yeah I need to get back on that yeah yeah it, you know breathing's yeah everything mm-hmm. you know what I mean I mean sure at the do. end of the day yeah you know I'm sure we can get into that topic yeah. a little bit as you know as, as yeah. we did with Dr. Abby um yeah well let's start with just a couple like you know just random little uh let's little, go random. Little, little questions that to, to, to Dr. Abby and just uh you know like for instance um what'd you have for breakfast this morning Oh, I had the same thing I have every single morning. Okay. Um, I had two eggs scrambled with a giant thing of spinach and some cheese. Awesome. Awesome. What kind of cheese yeah. do you go for? Um, this morning it was Beecher's cheddar. Mm. I tend to like the Cabot cheddar. I'm from Vermont. I have to represent. Uh, nice. There you go. There you <laughs> go. Uh, but whatever we have, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Okay. If you are in a bar uh-huh. and there is karaoke... Oh, yeah. Number one, are you the person who, like, I fucking can't wait to karaoke and I've got my song and I'm ready to just crush it? Or are you the one to run out the door, bye-bye, I'm not going to karaoke? I have a feeling I know the answer. <laughs> so definitely number one. Good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Me? my God. I'm running for the fucking door. We're going to hang out. Oh, oh unless I'm shit-faced. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. This oh, is yeah. good. I mean, another yeah. strategy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, true, true. Well, then, um, knowing that, and it looks like in your eyes that you have some karaoke experience... <laughs> Uh, I'm going to need to know, we're going to need to know, how about the top three? Top three go-to songs. Okay. And and do you read your audience first, or do you just do it? Uh, yeah, I think I read my audience a little bit, but, um, I, my number one song is usually Alone by Heart. Oh. Because when else do you get to, like, belt out? Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. I love heart. Love heart. Um, what else would I do? Um... I've done some like Sarah Barry Ellis songs. Yeah. Um, oh gosh, this seems like that should be an easy question. Oh, Janis Joplin, "Peace Ooh. in My Heart." Yes, oh, that's sweet. A, yeah, sweet. Nice. Yeah, that's a good selection. That's a good one. Do you, do you right. get into character like trying? No. Oh, okay. I have terrible stage presence. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I grew up singing, and I oh, did, um, I was in chorus forever um and i'm very good at trying to sound like everybody else yes not as good at being you know sounding like abby and being a solo solo artist right um, right right, right. <laughs> and so karaoke is probably the only time i really go for it Love um it. but i am very good at standing still with my music and singing not so good at like lighting up the stage and making everyone fall in love with me gotcha. okay got yeah. you okay got you all right I'm always curious, especially with successful people such as yourself, if you have a like a morning routine that you follow on the mm-hmm. daily, um, or do you just kind of wake up and just start crushing shit? <laughs> um, I think I have a bit of a routine. I have a routine that I go to when I need it. Ah. Um, I don't think I do this every single... Well, no, I know I don't do this every single day. My typical routine is like, I wake up, I let the dog outside, I drink tea and listen to a podcast or something. Mm. Um, while I eat breakfast, love that, and then I go. <clears throat> if it's a particularly challenging time or like some kind of cha- like transitioning moment, I have a journal mm. um, that I'll break out for like maybe a week or two at a time, just to kind of get recentered. Exactly, and, yeah. but it's mm. not a regular thing. It's sure. you know, like when I was transitioning to moving over here, I have 
probably a good like three weeks of me writing every morning and I just write one thing I'm grateful for one like I say I'm grateful for blank mm-hmm. today will be great because oh, um, cool. I don't write anything else I don't even write like really what happened that day I yeah. just write those two things yeah. so if you were to read that journal you'd be like this is a crazy person who like has <laughs> problems like that's not real but it's just to write it down yeah. oh I get it yeah um so that would be a, a nice morning routine that I get into but I it's it's only as needed I see okay yeah I see very cool I love that love that you were originally from you mentioned Vermont Vermont okay is all are all family there no, uh, my mom lives there. Uh, my brother lives in Boston. My little brother, he's giant, but he's younger than me. Um, and my dad lives in Florida. Okay. So born and raised in Vermont? Uh, born in Massachusetts, but raised in Vermont. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. New England girl. New yeah. England girl. For sure. Yeah. You a, yeah. you a Patriots fan or? I don't know. I, really this is fan. how I watch sports. Yeah. I love all sports. I got you. I will watch any sport, but I watch players. I don't necessarily like root for whole teams. I, I think you. that's the PT in me where I'm like, yeah. oh, that's an interesting way that he did that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, for a I'll, while, I'll, I was big into fantasy football because then I could root for the players that I liked yes. rather oh, than a team. Cool. Yeah. You know, for sure. Kind of stuff. Yeah, fantasy football yeah. makes the season fun, but I got a little too into it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I would be up too late. And the first fantasy league I was in was one of those ones where you met at the bar. Oh, yeah. And blah, blah, blah. You know, so one thing led to and another. Then it's a lifestyle. And then you face. And then yeah. you're, you know, blah. Yeah. yeah. And so, then you're yeah. playing pool tabs. And yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. That's right. There was one year I had three teams, and after that, I didn't play again. Yeah. It was just too much. It took over. And actually, that's this right. year, I've kind of forgotten to watch football. But to be fair, I started this business, so I've been yeah. busy. You're on the business track. Yeah. There's a big game on the 30th, P. Yes, so you should probably watch that. Okay, I'll, okay. I'll remember. Which one's that one? Apricot. Oh, the Apricot. Oh, of yeah. course. Yeah, Kyle uh, uh, got me a ticket. Are you going? Yeah. We're going! Nice. We're, let's and we're going to pre-funk with Brian. Coming to then, our tailgate. Well, that's what I'm saying. We're all going to tailgate. Oh. We're going to party hard. No, we are. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Let's yeah, yeah. get Carrie to make us jello shots. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be Do you want to come to our tailgate? Sure. <laughs> Love it. Carrie Love makes it. the best jello shots. Okay. Yeah, you should have breakfast before you show up, though. Mm, good advice. Yeah. So you mentioned, um, you know, growing up as a pretty active, (laughs) (laughs) uh, a a pretty active lifestyle, um, and your parents were very supportive of that. Yes. Um, is that what kind of led you into this career choice or was this something that, uh, that just kind of happened last second or when you were in uh, grade school were you like, ah, damn it, one day I'm going to be a doctor of physical therapy or, you know, how did this journey take place? There are a lot of little moments where, like, now I look back and I'm like, oh, of course I'm going to be a PT. Like, it was pretty clear. Um, in high school, I wanted to be a music teacher. Okay. Um, and while I still obviously adore everything about music, I, this is a very high school reaction. So remember, this is high school, Abby, having this reaction. <laughs> I was sitting in the chorus room and I looked around and I said, none of these people like me. Um, and that's Aww. not true. They liked Aww. me. But it was just they weren't the, my peeps. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was sitting there in my soccer uniform, like, smelly, like... My yeah. people were the sports people. Yeah, understood. At the time. Yeah. Now I love everybody, right? Yes. Um, and so, I, but I still wanted that like teaching, like educational component. And so um, at a similar time, I happened to injure my knee playing soccer. I tore my ACL, my MCL, and my meniscus. I did Ooh. that too. Yes. It's and a club you soccer. join. Yeah. 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 It's like a club that you don't know exists. And all yeah. of a sudden, everybody's like, I did that. Yeah. Um, and had surgery and had... A good amount of physical therapy, as I'm sure you did. Yeah. And I was like, these people are cool. Right. Um, all of my physical therapists were just smart, adaptable, friendly. They had other things going on in their lives aside from their professional life. Um, 
and were just such a sense like a, a part of their community like they really had an influence on like yeah, what was going that on was in that awesome. town um that i i thought that was really great and kind of dove in i was lucky enough to get admitted to a program from my freshman year so when i was 18 oh, i got whoa. into a pt program at ithaca college and went straight through for five and a half to six years and got wow. three degrees it was nuts wow Holy shit. it's a very east coast mentality wow right? like just get it done yeah um and so I got it done faster than mm-hmm. usual, so that was great. Um, typically, it's a four-year degree and then a three-year doctorate degree. Right. Um, so I was lucky that things in my life happened that pointed me in the direction early. I know yeah. that's not yeah. normal. Yeah. Um, I also remember reading a book in sixth grade called Small Steps, mm. and it was about a little girl who had, it was a true story, about a little girl who had polio, and I like idolized the physical therapist in that book. How awesome. Fucking um, awesome. And I just thought that she was the greatest. So it was your calling. So yes. it yeah. came to me in little bits as, mm-hmm. as my you, life went on. Yeah. You do realize that what you do was my original, like... I heard that on one of the podcasts. Did you? Yeah, yeah I got yeah. Really excited. I could totally see you being yeah, a physical Yeah, so therapist. I look at you and I'm like, wow, you were my path. I chose differently, obviously, but at least we're in the same kind of realm-ish. Same mindset. Same mindset, um, and we work with each other now, thank God. Yes. But I just admire so much of what you do and why you do it. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. And that's, you know, um, over the last few years, I've had a ton of run-ins with, you know, different um, PTs and chiros and stuff. And good run-ins. Good, most, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and the best ones are the ones that have stories like that. That mm-hmm. have been injured at some point mm-hmm. yeah. in their sports life or whatever, and Absolutely. just had I get goosebumps thinking about it, <laughs> and and, ju- and had someone um, really step into their life and and help them rehab and help them get through that because you know that struggle of being injured in a sport you know um, yeah. doesn't matter high school college professional whatever it's a it's a struggle and, yeah, and to have somebody there stand by your side and, and inspire you to walk that same path yeah um, I, I think that's what breeds excellence in in any field but um, yeah but yeah and it shows I think too we we often see people who've been injured where they they get injured you see the injury and then ha they're walking again or whatever Mm -hmm. they're doing you just see the end yeah so to have a professional working with you who has been in the journey that's what I'm yes where we don't see typically is is important yeah and it's the same in our field you know as coaches you know um having had those struggles or you know having uh, like I don't know. It, it, We're relatable. Every, yeah. Every time I get yes. like a small little injury or something, it just reminds me of uh, to not take quality health for granted. And it reminds me of the struggles that people are going through that are injured and yeah. all that stuff. But and it helps you put care and personality with it and emotion mm-hmm. versus being just this static, like kind of um, stale response yeah. to or injury or cold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Really quick, before we mm-hmm. go deep, 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 mm-hmm. you kind of continue to mention kind of this music background, mm-hmm. right? So in becoming a, a physical therapist, is there a certain group that you focus on? Um, I know you focus on all groups, but is there a specialty group that you are working with that you yeah. never thought you were or? Um, yes. Um, kind of going back to my first grateful moment about my parents letting me try a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I think now I am returning back to that music background. I'm working with a lot of vocalists um, who've either had voice injury, who then also need a speech pathologist because that's their scope of practice. Mm-hmm. But um, also there's a lot of 
gross motor and postural things that can happen that will actually affect how sound comes out and how we breathe, as you were talking about earlier. Breathing is quite important. Yes. Um, and breathing is how we sing and speak. So working on kind of the like the body part of that has been a really fun population to to work with, especially because you can really objectively see and hear the difference. Someone yeah. will sing, we'll do some things, they'll sing again, Ooh. and they sound better. Their head, you know, their face lights up because they can just feel it. <laughs> yes. You know, there's a yes. freedom in singing totally. easily. Yes. Um, so that's a really fun population to work with. Um, Did you know Miley Cyrus just had vocal cord surgery? Oh, yeah. Maybe she could work with you. That's right. Hey, Miley. Yeah. Come check us out. Oh, she's obviously yeah. listening to us. Obviously. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. She's oh, yeah. the biggest oh. fan. Oh, yeah. she's a huge, huge fan. <laughs> 14th episode, she's heard them all. All yes. of them. Yes. All of them. Yeah. yeah. And actually, do you know Trevor Noah? Um, oh, he knows the, us probably. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, our parents listen to our podcast. That's right. He um, had had a voice injury and obviously could not talk well for to being the host of The Daily Show ah. and was talking about it on his show. He's like, this is the first time I've gotten to speak all day because I've been on Whoa. vocal rest. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. I got to see him do stand-up at the Paramount, I think. And just watching him walk around, walk around, I was like, just come see me. I can oh, yeah. see. I can no clear some way. stuff up for you. Yes. Yeah. 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 So um, if yeah. You He's are... doing fine, obviously. He got the care he needed. But so, I wanted to be the person. Yeah, oh, sure. <laughs> so if you're a local Seattleite in theater, music, any kind of like comedy production work, and you are dealing with any kind of vocal cord issue. Or, or maybe you don't know you are or think right. you are maybe you could sound even better by just yeah you know um maybe you think everything is squared away but maybe you just need to come in and get an assessment because there may be something that's very small just like in the strength world yeah that uh, can can change everything could yeah. you help me work on having a sexier radio voice i mean i don't know you sound pretty sexy no yeah. no uh, no <laughs> more beer maybe that probably <laughs> Start smoking too. Oh yeah. gosh! Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad that you're interviewing a healthcare provider, and the, the outcome oh, yeah. is to a smoke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all about balance. It's all about balance. Really. Yeah. Moderation. Yeah. Smoking yeah. in moderation is not a thing, people. No. Yeah. No. no. Okay. No. Yeah. 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 Never mind. Never mind. That's yeah. right. That's right. Maybe we'll edit that. Maybe not. <laughs> hey, so I covered our tracks. You were talking about you know your track of. Uh, getting through this education piece, just boom. Um, yeah. Was uh, schooling always natural for you, or was it something you had to work really, really hard at? That's a good question. Great so question. Cool. He's really good at these questions. Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, at the risk of sounding annoying, mm-hmm. it was a little bit natural. Yeah. Um, I, I not just, all yeah. subjects. Don't even understand. Yeah. 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 Don't even get it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even get it. Yeah. I mean, I had. Maybe I should still be grateful for my parents. I had this mindset going into tests. I, I almost said this out loud to myself each time. I didn't, but it was like that loud in my head where I would sit down, the test would be in front of me, and I would go, just show them what you know. Mm. Yeah. Before, because then it just calmed me down, and then it was like a game. Like, yeah. how many I can you. I get right to like show off? Wow. Love it. So Love cocky. That's Love great. It. Mine um, was, how do I fake an injury to get out of here? <laughs> yeah, right? I wish I had your mindset. Mine was, how can I cheat? Yeah, yeah. How can I pull this off? That's too funny. Uh, Yeah. Um, That said, I do have to 
really fo- um, I have to focus on focusing, that sounds like. Yeah. Um, but that's where I struggle, is being able to sit down by myself Squirrel. and focus on yeah. one thing. Gotcha. Exactly. Yeah. So luckily I chose a profession where we had to study each other often mm-hmm. in, in college okay. and grad school. So we had to be in groups, we had to be in partners, because you have to study a body. Right. You have yeah. to learn how to work with a body. Right. So I was lucky enough that I gravitated towards something that also helped my it was going along the lines of my learning style Love had it. I chosen something where I had to sit by myself yeah school would not have come naturally to me got you okay yeah yeah, yeah. so working with cadavers right yeah I did that so tell tell us about that yeah how was your first response to your very first oh my gosh that is actually a body. story um we were told so I had a lab of 10 bodies and we there were eight people to a body so I had one body that I helped to dissect um what was it i mean i want to know like walking into the room yeah. was there a smell like yeah all the things yeah um the, we were told that these bodies were going to be covered and we walked in and they were not covered mm. and so that was a little bit of like a, okay here we go that's yeah this is happening. game on yeah. yeah um i mean sure there's a smell it smells like i don't know if it's formaldehyde but that's some kind of yeah smell of embalming right? fluid something or other yeah um, it mostly smelled like chemicals. It's, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, but you eventually also smell like that and then you don't notice it. <laughs> so we had 10 weeks of gross anatomy lab. I swear we would like go out to dinner and people would like not go near us cause it just yeah. hung on to us. Did um, you have any drops from the program when that, when they got faced um, with that? We had a couple, but it seemed to be academic. But uh, also, I mean, let's be honest, the academic failure could have been for a number of reasons, sure. including yeah. being uncomfortable. But nobody, like, walked in, passed out, and said, fuck this, I'm out. One person needed to walk out, put her head between her knees, and yeah. then she came back and in. And then regrouped. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fascinating. I Another thing I'm grateful for, we named our person Lucy, because you kind of have to. You just have to, like, yeah. you have to joke. Yeah. Like, hey, Lucy, how you doing today? Yeah. You know, because sure. you have to, like, flip them over. I mean, there are wow. things you have oh, to yeah, do that yeah, are kind yeah. they feel really intimate. Yeah. yeah. Even though it's a body. So you just have to kind of talk to her. Um, and at the end, you find out really who this person was. They don't wow, tell you at the beginning. Really? Wow. And her Trippy. name was Louise, which we were like, whoa, we whoa. were real close. Wow. And she was a teacher. Uh, no, I'm sorry. She was a nurse. There's another person who's a teacher. Um, and overwhelmingly, the individuals who donated these bodies were people of education or healthcare background. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so you Makes could just sense. tell that they just wanted to keep doing what they love. Yeah, in death, wow. they still want yeah. to teach. Yeah, or, or pretty help. incredible. Yeah. Wow, that is. And that was is. she older? Uh, yeah, I think she, she was passed? in her 70s. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, so not super elderly. Yeah, but, no. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she had had a blood clotting issue. I see. How yeah. amazing. Yeah. That you learned that. Yeah. It was, it was, we had a ceremony at the end where we like thanked them and oh. planted a tree, you know. Oh, wow. Oh, that's beautiful. It was wow. very, yeah, huh. they did I it. had no idea. Yeah, yeah. They figured out a way to make it make very it, human. Make it human, yeah. respectful, and, cool. and all that stuff. Yeah. And huh. I don't know if you've read the book Stiff. That was very trendy. No. Gosh, like 15 years ago, 10 years ago. Um, it's all the ways that we use bodies to test things, like seatbelts, like that, that kind of stuff. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's fascinating. But oh. one of them is obviously educating future healthcare people. Sure. So. Stiff. Yeah. Stiff. Do you remember the author? I don't. Okay. Well, we'll look that up. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Abs. The yeah. first page in that book is the person saying, like, thanking the person she studied. And, um, like, just know that every patient I see, I picture you, you know, just yeah. kind yeah. of that, like, 
knowing, like, just having a visual for what the, the anatomy looks like is because this person donated their I body. See. Wow. Yeah. 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 Let's say that um, we have some listeners out here of the younger generation, mm-hmm. and they're like, God dang it, you like know. Like millennials? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, because there are a lot of curse words on yeah. this podcast. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> old, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But let's, let's say <laughs> right. that they're old enough and, okay. you know, yeah. but... Gotcha. but uh, they're, they're at that point where they're like, God dang it, you know, I, uh, I think that uh, the PT world sounds like something I would really, really like to get into. Mm. Um, is there kind of like a path that you recommend or, or, or something like that? Or? Yeah. Now. Compared now. to what, like, yeah. what do you know now? Yeah, what do I know now? I'm going to talk about good things first. Okay, good things first. Um, I would say definitely recommend... Um, if you're in high school or an undergrad, finding a PT that you trust is doing good work and either shadowing them, like you, for instance. working there, like me, maybe. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> FortePerformancePT.com. Forte um, to shadow um, or to maybe work there. I worked the front desk at a PT clinic in high school. Yeah, you went through the um, whole thing. And that was a, I got to learn all of the, um, the front end like yeah. customer service, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what the insurance companies need, all of that stuff, co- collecting copays and you know working through deductibles, all of that stuff that They're is not, not so sexy ta- stuff. Exactly. It's not yeah. taught in PT school because they have to focus on your knowledge base. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, or it's not taught super well. Um, and so that was very, very helpful. Um, I think also being aware that probably you know, you'll do your 40 hours of patient care you're going to have another 10 hours of admin time. Right. Mm. Um, because you have to document. You have to put down what you did that day mm-hmm. um, right. for all kinds of reasons. So just being aware that, you know, I didn't know this going into it. I was like, I'm going to be a people person. We're going to work with people all day. Yeah. Well, a certain percentage of your day. Like I said earlier, you have to sit by yourself. You have yeah. to focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perhaps not my strength. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And with all positives, you know, yes. there's always potential negatives uh you know how's the trend of the the physical therapy world going in Mm. in your um and maybe on that note tell us how you started after you graduated oh yeah yeah yeah, that's right with everything like yeah and and why you're here now oh okay um i moved here on a whim i was like seattle sounds cool and drove here it took me five days to drive here. And luckily, by the time I got here, I had a place to live and a job. So did, thank you, technology. You. Did you go to, like, Wall Drug on your way here? I did go to Wall Drug. Yeah, you did. <laughs> that was no sad. way. <laughs> That's what happens when you move across country. Yeah, I did, too. High five. Yes. Wall okay. Drug. Yes. Um, that's really funny. Um, I got a job at a really lovely place called Peak Sports and Spine Physical Therapy in Issaquah. I uh, worked there for about two and a half years. I learned a ton who was the... Um, it was Dan Swinsko. He's, okay, still, Dan. he's still there. Yeah, oh I was going to say, I know that. We know yeah, that yeah, yeah. guy. He was my first boss. Hi, Dan. Dan's yeah, hi, the man. Dan. Love to take him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hi, Dan. He's local. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Good guy. Um, Good learned guy. a ton. Yeah. Um, and two reasons ended up moving on. One was just the commute. I live in Green Lake, getting out to Sammamish and oh, Issaquah. Oh, forget about it. Yeah. Forget yeah. about it. Yeah. 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 Um, and then the other reason was I just was looking for a model that I could spend longer periods of time with the patients. Their model is 30 minutes mm. per follow-up patient, yeah. which works for them. But I was like, oh, I want to try something different. Yeah. Um, and found Movement Systems Physical Therapy and was there for over seven years they are highly recommend them as well fabulous i went there for a long time oh that's right yeah about that yeah Yeah. um truly you know the best of the best in 
in the PTs that I know. Um, and learned a lot. Um, the owner, Carrie Hall, there is kind of a force <laughs> in the physical therapy world, and she's a very wonderful advocate for our profession. So I just learned That's a so lot. Cool. I got to be um, the clinic director of the Seattle Clinic for a little over a year, awesome. um, which was an excellent learning opportunity. Um, ended up moving away from them <clears throat> and starting my own business because I was ready to move away from being in network with insurances. Mm. Um, in general, you know, insurances give people access to healthcare. I understand that, but that's not really how it's working all the time with physical therapy anymore. Um, more and more insurances are requiring authorizations um, for physical therapy that they get to dish out how many visits that is. And that is dependent on things that are not human, like what diagnosis code somebody picks, mm. that kind of stuff. Like that you have patients fill out surveys on how good they're feeling. Like these things that are not representative of the entire situation sure. are dictating how many visits a patient's, patient is getting. Yeah, that mm. doesn't seem cool. Right. The last straw for me was when an insurance company told me that a patient of mine who is a dance instructor, she's a dance teacher, um, told me that dance was not medically necessary, was not a medically necessary activity. Oh, boy. And when I said, well, it's her profession. Yeah, it's her like, this freaking is how career. She makes money, Jesus. Yeah. Which is pretty necessary. Yeah. Um, they said, well, it's on the list of not approved activities. Oh, so boy. just can't get to more critical thinking yeah. in that, in the industry because it's too big. Yeah. You know, nobody has the authority to have critical thought and say, oh, I understand. Let's make this exception or whatever. Yeah. And if somebody do does you, have a critical thought, it gets tied up in bureaucracy and it's a yeah. big shit show anyway. Exactly. Do you yeah. want to name this insurance company? Uh, sure. It's a, it's actually not an insurance company. It's a company that insurance companies hire to manage rehab. It's called Evicor, um, and I have called them out on Twitter and things. I have no problem starting Great. that fight. Okay. Um, Here we go. Not To me, it is not moral or ethical to do these things and not rely on somebody's expert to determine what kind of care they need. Yeah. Um, I understand that they're trying to save money. Oh, of course they are. Yeah. Saving yeah. money while well, making it. money. Yeah. Um, but that's not what I want oh, for my patients. This sounds like it could be a whole... Yeah, like how much more episode. time do you guys have? Yeah. 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 So yeah. especially for the, the populations I like to work with, like these musicians and dancers, and then also um, I really like working with people who are just getting back to their sport or back to a fitness routine. Like oh, yeah. just getting started, you know. Yeah. I love all of you guys because you can take the expert people and make them go. I love the beginners because we can peel back all of that weird messaging of mm -hmm. what your body is capable of or what it's not capable of or what you should be doing when you're 55, you know, those kinds of messages. Yeah. And there's not time for that in a system that only allocates X number of visits and then you're done. Yeah. Um, so with these deeper. populations, I'm actually having more success working outside of that because we can spread visits out in a way that's strategic rather than having to follow the rules of every week or every whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I can say, sit with this, work on it, come back in a month. Yeah. You know, we can be strategic and like individualize that strategy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Knowing that they're paying out of pocket fun. too. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was really cool. And if you guys go onto our Fieldhouse Gym Instagram, I did post my session, my first session with Abby. I was able to come to you last week finally with uh, right knee pain that I had been experiencing. That was and, great. Yeah. And what I love so much about that session was just your assessment, but the fact that, what, that I had takeaways that um, were so applicable to my everyday life that I could take with me wherever I decide to take those movements to work on mm -hmm. and then come back to you and hopefully we see improvement. But I have to tell you, 
in that short time, I think it's been a week. Yeah. Right. I've been pretty good on my rehab. Okay. Awesome. Like, let's talk about like reality. I mean, reality. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. The fact that I'm pretty good's better than a lot of folks these days. Yeah. And most people who I speak with who are seeing a PT, I'm like, are you doing your rehab? They're like, well, and I'm like, God bless America. Yeah. Then do not blame the PT because if you're not doing your rehab. It is all on you. It's right? on in you. In the mirror, Amen it is so that. on you. Yep. Yeah. People that get results are the ones that are doing their damn rehab. For yeah. any period. coach, period. a PT, period. a coach, period. blah, blah, period. blah, 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 period. nutrition. Plan yeah, the work, that. work the plan, or shut the fuck up. A yes. fucking mess. Yeah. <laughs> but I got to tell you, Abs, like I've been doing it, and um, it's today was a big day for me because I took our Snow Strong class. Oh, yes. By the way, this is a class that most physical par- all physical therapists that we work with endorse this class because it is a class that is so great for getting you snow strong, but we like to sneak in those PT exercises that you probably should be doing, but you're not. Mm. But today was the first day I've been able to do it, and I was able to maintain this endurance level that I wasn't last week without any knee pain at all. That's amazing. And the cool part was I slowed some things down, and that's just it. But I got the activation where I needed it. I'm like, hey, fuck yeah, magic was happening. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well done. Yeah. That's exciting. But thank you because you gave me three key movements specifically for me. And the cool part was learning it wasn't coming from my knee. But it was coming from my hip. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And totally. she just um, um, worked with one of my students, Hawan. Oh. Um, it was having some little shoulder stuff, you know. And uh, just that assessment gave him the peace of mind that he was okay. Oh, Changed everything. Wow. Having a plan. Is having everything. a plan. You, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, That's so, yeah, so just cool. that, that peace of mind. Now uh, I got um, goosebumps. That, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, um, Hawan yeah. and I thank you. Oh, you're um, welcome. You know, um, I think the other important piece about what physical therapists and probably a lot of healthcare providers can add, but is just the knowledge that pain does not equal tissue damage. Like when you have discomfort, that doesn't mean that you have injured something past the point of repair or that it's going to get worse. Yeah. That is a huge message. It's a huge message. Because mm-hmm. I, I say it every you, day. And the first comment I think I had was, I think I've injured my meniscus even more. Yes. And I'm thinking tear because of course I'm you so are. used to tearing my meniscus. Right. And that's been your experience. It has. Yes. Yeah. 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 But pain is complex. There's yeah. a lot that goes into it. Yeah. Um, Speaking of, that's going to be... Our next clinic with you. Yes. Here at Fuel House. December 11th. Yeah. I think it's a Wednesday. 5.30 p.m. That's right. We're going to talk about how pain works. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should open it up to non-members of the local Seattle community. I love that. So this will be posted on our events page on Facebook for Fuel House Gym, as well as the Forte uh, Facebook page. Instagram. Insta Googles. Insta Googles. Yeah. 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 Um, Because I think it really is an important topic that needs to be discussed in an open forum. I, I, um, do you have, you know, I I know as a coach, um, all of my students are very special, but, Mm -hmm. you know, there's always like one or two little success stories that stand out. Um, is there like one that pops into your head of in your years of being a physical therapist where, yes, you love and respect them all, um, but is there one that you're just like, holy shit, you know what I mean? Like they did really well. And yeah, it just did like work. did really well and it just completely changed their outlook, their life, their mentality, just all that stuff. Or is it just like everyone you see? Yeah, I mean, 
uh, luckily I have many, which I'm, I'm grateful for all of my patients. Yeah. Um, even the ones who, who have presented me with challenges, because then I learned. Because you learn. That's um, right. <laughs> but, yeah. I've had um, those too. I understand that. For sure. Um, I had one patient, this was a long time ago, who um, was, uh, she was in the midst of going through a divorce mm. um, and was the primary caregiver for her daughter. And she, in her words, I used to be an athlete. I don't believe that that's a thing. Yeah. Like, everybody is an athlete in some capability and or yeah. in, in some um, corner of activity. Yeah. Um, I like that. Uh, it just depends on what activity you choose. Yeah, that's right. Um, and also, her definition of athlete, she's a basketball player, a soccer player. You don't let that go. No. You don't just become a non-athlete. Yeah, it's It's in always you. in there because yeah. you've been coached forever. That's right. Um, and she had come to me after three knee surgeries to fix a clunking in her knee which I was just seeing red steam coming out of my ears because she had some surgeon decided to do three surgeries on a non-painful knee that was making some weird noises. What? Jesus. Yeah. Um, not pleased. That's, oh. If anybody's out there, if your knee is clunking, please don't have surgery first. See yeah. somebody else. Um, so she had these three surgeries. Soka would tell them to tap the bean. <laughs> Yeah, and come back. Yeah. Sorry, keep yeah. going. Take a nap. You'll yeah, be fine. Take a nap. <laughs> um, so she came to me after these surgeries. The knee was still clunking. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. And I was like, I hate to tell you this, but we're going to ignore the clunk. I don't care about the clunk. I know yeah. you do. Yeah. And I know that that's important, but we're going to work towards you being able to be functional with the clunk. Yeah. And maybe it'll go away. Right. Um, and all she needed was permission to move. And so, you know, the first day we worked on things laying down, we worked gradually to standing up. Hey, let's squat. Oh no, I can't squat. You know, I'm like, well, how do you get to the toilet? Yeah. How do you put your pants on? Yeah. These are yeah. functional things that you squat every day. You just don't know you're doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. just, you know, I really had nothing physiologically to work with except just the mindset of movement. That's right. Yeah. Um, so and important. she still sends me a Christmas card. Oh, I love it. I love it. Love yeah. It. And she's doing it. triathlons and all kinds it. of crazy stuff. Did you just want to like seek out this doctor and just read him as I did, but her? I didn't. She did. Yeah. Which was good. Yeah. So and that, yeah. and um, with that said, uh, um, I know um, over the last few years uh, with like the FMS and, and these types of things that us strength coaches are oftentimes in the same room going through the same cert these yep. days with PTs, with Kairos and all that stuff. So yeah. we're starting to kind of speak the same language together and, mm -hmm. you know, and, mm -hmm. and the communication has gotten a way better from the day one that I started in this stuff. Sure. Yeah, it's way better. We're, you know, um, has there been any change with like the MD side of the fence of like, Holy fuck. You know what I mean? Um, it, it, let's communicate more with these PTs and let's get more into this preventive maintenance stuff. Closed. You know, has that right. gap closed at all or is it still just dogmatic ignorance? I think it depends on the PT and the doctor. I see. I have a lot of friends who are physicians who I work closely with and they're really good at communicating with yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and they trust me yeah. to do... That's the big thing. Something that's good for the patient, right? Rather than just... Here's a slew of exercises. Go do them. I'm not going to supervise you. Let me know when you're done. That's yeah. not physical therapy. Yeah. Listeners, that's not physical therapy. Yeah. <laughs> you should be supervised yeah. by an expert, a yes. movement expert. Yes. Um, and so I do, I do think that, that physicians are, are getting on board. I mean, they're still out there. I have, I have patients who come in and say, oh, well, my physician told me 
don't move. That I don't that they don't believe in physical therapy. <laughs> oh Jesus! And I'm like, well, oh, I do exist, so you have to believe in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that happens. It's rarer. Yeah. Um, but most of the time, what ends up happening is, you know, physicians now unfortunately only have like what seven minutes with their patients or something right. like that, and so usually what ends up happening is they write a script, they say go to PT, and honestly, it's not a bad thing. Go see the specialist. Yeah. You know, get out of my face because yeah. I can't help you here. Yeah. That's brutal. But no. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got you. And so I think that, that more and more physical therapists are given more autonomy to do what they want to do, good. which is a good thing. Yes. I don't think the communication is across the board seamless, yes. but there are people who are embracing it more. Good. Good. What I love so much is the opportunity that we have here at Fuel House of this revolving door mm-hmm. of referrals. From our end, if someone is dealing with anything in a class or a private coaching session, Mm -hmm. we now have you to immediately refer them to. Mm -hmm. But the beautiful thing is then after you've worked with them, we get to directly communicate with you about their progress, about what they need to work on, Mm -hmm. and how we can improve as coaches within a group setting to immediately work with them on their body. Yeah. It's just so cool that we have this opportunity and look forward to that growth together for sure. Absolutely. That was a big selling point on me even being here. I, you know, I've been a member for is it 2 years now. Holy shit. I Maybe know. a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. For Time a while. Flies when you're having fun. Um <laughs> and I remember one of my first workouts was with Kyle. And I was like, I'm oh sorry. my gosh, no, no I love this love guy. Kid. Yeah. Um, I just loved the language that he used. Yeah. Um, he, I'd never heard him once say anything about how someone looks, like literally like the, how their appearance is, or um, instill any kind of fear in lifting things. Um, yeah. Which I think is, is rare um, across all professions. And I was just like, okay, I can get on board with this place. Um, That's so cool. And I just... Good job, Coach Kyle. I know. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, buddy. Games. Um, And that's, of course, true (laughs) of all of you. He was just my first one where I was like, whoa, this place is cool. Yeah. Um, And so knowing that, like, you know, this population that I love to work with, with that beginning, let's get moving again, knowing that I have somewhere that I can trust to take them on once Mm -hmm. they really get going and want to be here more than once a week or something. Mm -hmm. um, This is a very cool relationship for that reason. It is. I love it. Yeah. Helps us helps you yeah. most importantly helps them yeah yeah you know what i mean and yeah. that's that's huge and i yeah. had a, a patient who i've been working for with or with for years the other day she was we were deadlifting in that little extra yoga room over mm-hmm. there and she like looked out the door she's in her 60s and she goes those people look like me and it was a cool moment of like, yeah, you could be out there. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Um, and it's just so nice to have a place where the community looks like the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. it's, it's not yeah. focused on one particular type of population. That's yeah. right. So. And I, I think this place is, has a really healthy ego. You yeah. know, enough of an ego to be successful, yes. but not just yeah. so gross that you right. know, we're taking off our shirts and oiling each other up before a workout <laughs> you, you know what I mean no. it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I feel like it's a very safe place for everybody yeah. you know even the crazy savages all the way down oh, yeah. to the you know people that are just first starting to move yeah. you know right. I, I, I we think love that love beginners yeah mm-hmm. we yeah. definitely do yeah my heart's with beginners as you, I know. Guys, as you know yeah, yeah I know yeah my heart's totally with beginners as well but uh um abs as we're kind of closing this out this first podcast with you is there anything that you want to leave 
you know, with like any message or do you have a favorite quote or are there, a, is there a favorite lyric of a song that resonates with you? My favorite quote, um, I got to work with the Highline College women's team for five years and I would always leave them with this quote at the end of um, their off-season conditioning and it's a Mia Hamm quote mm. and I'm probably going to butcher it, it's okay. but it goes something like, every day I train, I put more fuel on the fire, and then one day I light the match. Mm. Well, fucking a, right? Yeah. Really yeah. like that one. Hell so yeah. good. That's right. Um, That's so right. I just like the idea of like the consistency in that message. Like every day, just do something for yourself mm. to like build yourself up in a stronger way. That's yeah. Right. Because sometime you're gonna need to light that match and go. Yeah. yeah. That's and right. if you can just keep yourself you know, ready for that moment and yeah. resilient to challenges, then mm. the lighting the match moment is easy. And Boom. you're taking ownership of it. Right. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I yeah. Love it. I love it. This is good. Yeah. I had no, fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I know, you know, we didn't really get too technical about stuff today. You know, yeah. we got to know Dr. Abby a little bit more and a yeah. little bit about her passion. Obviously, we'll have another... Um, you know, I had her on the podcast again, talking about specific, maybe, uh, hot topics, hot topics yeah. you know, like, uh, common things that are happening to people in the gyms, maybe, or out there and stuff, you know, but, uh, no, I think this was awesome. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And yeah. I think when we post this episode on Instagram or Facebook, if the listeners have any comments, obviously positive ones, um, <laughs> or questions to just leave them in the comments. Cause that always helps us, yeah. you know you know, learn what that next podcast yeah. needs to deliver. What do you guys want to hear? Mom, what do you want to hear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Yeah. Thank you so cool. much for having me. No, thank yeah. you. This we're, is great. We're so and happy to have you here with us. And Recap um, on how we can find you on all the that's socials. Right. Yes. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Forte Performance and Physical Therapy. Instagram is Forte Performance PT. And Twitter, I believe, is mm-hmm. Forte PT Seattle. Okay. Um, you can also find my website at www.forteperformancept.com and you can email me anytime at abby at performancept.com. There you go. Can't recommend her enough. Yeah. Thank you. This has been glorious yes. and sensational. Yes. It's a great word. Yes. Um, happy Wednesday to you both. Yes. And listeners, thank you so much for listening in and we'll see you on the other side. Bye. Bam. So we have been challenged by a friend, and I will name that person when we post this, to all taste uh, a bite of Vegemite. Uh, and do you know what it is? What is this? Does it <laughs> matter? Spread. What the fuck? It's, it's a spread. Oh, my yeah. It's you put it on toast. It's and very, like, what? salty. It's made in Australia from at least 95% Australian ingredients. That's scary. Uh, the other 5% is from a nuclear plant in Russia. <laughs> And I, uh, I've never tried this before. Have you tried it before, Is it made in China? About to. Okay, so we got uh, Dr. Abby, uh, Mama Scott, we got Coach Brian, we got Coach Mal, uh, Coach Sokol, Coach Carrie. I'm always last. Sokol, come on. Get a little bit more. Dude, I got a shit ton in there. (laughs) Yeah, we do. Come on. (laughs) You guys have shit. This is, okay. Watch your language. I learned this language from you. All right. Okay, on three, you have to take a whole... Oh, yeah. yeah, we're gonna cheers. Cheers. Vegemite! Vegemite! <laughs> Three, two, one. Are we recording the looking? Ha! Ha! Oh my god. Oh, ah. oh that is so bad. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. oh, it's got. Put that shit on a cracker or bread. Yeah, yeah. you're not supposed to eat it like ah. that. Guys, we're oh, wrong. Yeah. I'm sorry. Fuck. I'm sorry.
You're supposed oh, to spread oh it on it's like, toes. It's like ah! carrots out of the ah! ass of a horse. Guys. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh shit. It's like oh. baby shit. What is? No. Baby oh. shit's better than that. Oh. Whatever, maybe do that shit again. God. What happened? I have an idea. Let's all have a spoon is... full of shit and see how it tastes. I really like Australians, but I don't like Vegemite. No. Well, no. What did this? Hey, fuck Vegemite. You can't can, we, can someone challenge us to do Nutella ah. next Ooh, time? Nutella challenge. All right. Thanks for the challenge. Yeah, never again. <laughs>